So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. I, I think I have a question for you that no one's ever asked you. You ready? Here you go. Has anyone ever aggressively come at you for believing in the pre-tribulation rapture? Uh, they shame you for believing that any moment our Savior could come for us and take us back to that place He's been preparing for us and, and that He will do so before the seven-year tribulation that the church, we who are born again in Messiah Jesus, will not go through the tribulation. I call these who are so aggressive with the post-trib rapture, the, I call them post-trib rapture bullies. Post-trib rapture bullies. Today, we're going to look at one of the Bible passages they wrongly teach out of context to do just that, to bully people into rejecting the pre-trib rapture and watching for the Savior to come for us every any moment. And He does. He tells us, He commands us to watch for Him to come for us every day, right? Watch therefore and be ready. Well, recently, someone told me that everything I teach is based on a lie because of his wrong interpretation of this verse we're going to look at today. He told me that I'm going to hell for lying about the rapture. What a post-trib rapture bully. Yeah, thankfully, he's not my judge. The one who saved me and is coming for me to take me back to that place he's promised me. Jesus the Lord is my judge and my savior. Today, we're going to see the truth, and we're going to let the Bible interpret the Bible because the Bible is the best interpreter of the Bible. And the second segment of the show, we're going to look at this passage rightly interpreted as it goes right into the primary central sign of Bible prophecy today. Will you pray with me? Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless the teaching and hearing of your word today. Oh, thank you, Holy Father, in our great Anytime, soon coming Savior, Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So here we go. To, to rightly interpret the things in Matthew 24, you first have to understand Matthew 23, beginning in verse 37. Because remember, there were no chapter breaks and verse breaks in the Bible initially. I'm glad they're there now, aren't you? So here we go. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So three things here. One, our Savior Jesus proclaims judgment on Jerusalem. And he also pronounces judgment on the temple in Jerusalem. And three, though that the Jewish people would be cast to the nations of the world according to the prophetic word of God, that the Lord will gather them back and there will be Jews in Jerusalem who say, Baruch haba b'shem Yehovah, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And they'll receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Yes? And so in that context, let's look at this 
so-called silver bullet the post-trib rapture bullies use to say, see, the church is already is going through the whole tribulation. Uh, and then comes their version of, their wrong interpretation and explanation of the rapture. So here we go. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven. The powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. And so the post-trib rapture bullies say, see, see the elect go through the tribulation and then comes the rapture after the tribulation. Well, well, it's not true. That's a wrong interpretation. Well, how do I know that? Well, there's a few reasons I'll share with you right now. One is, is that we can look at Revelation 19 and that we are already in heaven. We have already been raptured. We've been at the judgment seat of Christ. We've been given our crowns. Uh, all of the unrighteous acts that we've done by walking uh, in our faith in this, in this world, things not done by the grace and the mercy and the power of the Holy Spirit, those acts and, and works of the flesh will be burned off. And all that will remain are the righteous acts of the saints and will be dressed in white linen. Yes, the wife, the bride of Christ. And so we see that in Revelation 19. We also see that we're called the armies of heaven, returning with the Lord. This is so exciting. See yourself in heaven as the wife of Christ, as the returning armies of heaven, coming back with our Savior, Jesus. Here we go. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, the sound of many waters as a sound of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I'll just stop right there and say there's this heavenly being leading John, the apostle, through uh, these uh, future events in the book of Revelation. And, and, and John falls at his feet to worship him, and he says, don't do that. Only worship God. Amen? So we'll pick up now in verse 11. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he judges and make war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So you see, we are clearly already in heaven, having been raptured before the tribulation and are returning with our Savior Jesus. And remember the context of Matthew 23 
at the beginning of this broadcast. The Lord promises that there will be Jews in Jerusalem who call upon his name when he returns. Yes, there will still, think of this, they'll be in Israel, yet there will still be a remnant of Jewish people scattered to the four winds, the north, the south, the east, and the west. They'll be peppered through the nations of the world. They didn't make it back to Israel through the tribulation. As much as those in Israel and in Jerusalem receive Messiah Jesus when we return with him from heaven, so will these Jewish people who have survived the tribulation that are in the nations. They too will receive him, but they're stuck there in the nations. What will the Lord do? Well, the four winds, the north, south, east, and west, Isaiah calls, it, calls those the four corners of the earth. That's the term he uses. And look how he does so. It shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people who are left from Assyria and Egypt, from Pathros and Cush, from Elam and Shinar, from Hamath and the islands of the sea. He will set up a banner for the nations and will assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from where the four corners, the four winds, the north, the south, the east, and the West, these are the elect who have been gathered from around the world when we return with Jesus our Lord. It's not the church. It's not the rapture. And you see, the pre-trib uh, rapture doctrine is true. We've already been raptured. The post-trib rapture bullies come at us wrongly, misinterpreting this passage. I want to read it again. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be dark and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. The sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. He will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. This is the Jewish people who have received Jesus the Lord at the end of the tribulation being gathered from the nations of the earth. It's not the church. So now you know the truth. So that when, when the post-trip rapture bully comes at you with this passage, you have the truth to stand on, my dear brother and sister, in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself, 
We're working through our Israeli-believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready, and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, Please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, blessing Israeli believers, and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. We've been looking at a passage of scripture that's often misinterpreted and wrongly used to try to prove the, the post-tribulation rapture. But we've already seen that we have been raptured, we're in heaven with the Lord, the bride of Christ, the armies of heaven are returning with the Lord in this passage, and the elect here of the Jewish people, the Lord is regathering back from the nations, that final remnant who have received the Lord upon his return at the end of the tribulation. And then we're going to see in a moment that it goes right into Israel in Bible prophecy. But first, this passage again. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. And we've seen from Isaiah uh, chapter 11 that these elect here are the Jewish people being brought back from the four corners of the earth. Of course, there are already Jewish people in Israel and in Jerusalem who receive Messiah Yeshua, Lord Jesus, the Savior, upon his return when we're returning with him from heaven. But then there are those who are in the four corners of the earth who have not made it back to Israel in the tribulation. They receive the Lord also, and then he regathers them from the four winds, from the four corners of the earth. And, and then this goes perfectly in context right into the next passages in Matthew 24 with Israel in Bible prophecy. 
Now learn this parable from the fig tree, our Savior tells us. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. And so I lived in Israel for, for a long time, and before that I had a second home there. And so all across Israel, and certainly even in our own front yard, there are fig trees. Uh, and, and people in Israel understand this parable. That's why the Lord used it. The parable of the fig tree speaks of Israel. Israel is the Lord's fig tree. Well, where do we see that? Well, here's a place in Joel chapter 1. And I've heard uh, so-called Bible teachers say, well, Israel isn't God's fig tree. Well, that's ridiculous. Let's let the Bible tell us what Israel is. Joel chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. For a nation has come up against my Land. What is his land? It's Israel. For a nation has come up against my land, strong without number. His teeth are the teeth of a lion, and he has the fangs of a fierce lion. He has laid waste my vine and ruined my fig tree. He has stripped it bare and thrown it away. Its branches are made white. My land, the Lord says, my fig tree. My land, my fig tree. It's Israel. And when will this happen? This this uh, military onslaught that strips Israel bare, the fig tree. When? Well, look at John, excuse me, Joel 1.15, just a little further down in that same uh, chapter. Alas for the day, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It shall come as destruction from the Almighty. This will happen very soon in this fig tree generation at the day of the Lord. Now, the day of the Lord is multifaceted. It includes the rapture of the church, the judgment seat of Christ for the church in heaven, on earth, the seven-year tribulation, and then the 1,000-year reign of our Savior Jesus sitting on the throne of David in Jerusalem. Yes? And when will this happen? In this fig tree generation. Let's look at it further. Now, learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branches already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. And remember, this fig tree generation is also the generation where the four birth pangs are leaping off the pages of the Bible, global ethnic violence, famine, diseases, and earthquakes, and, and that the tribulation is right here. Where this generation is at the doorstep of the seven-year tribulation, and also the sign of the days of Noah and Lot that we're in right now. What should you do? What should you do? After speaking of the days of Noah, our Savior introduces the rapture. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. Two men will be here, one will be taken, the other left. Two women will be here, one taken, and the other left. And, and so, uh, taken by the grace of the Lord in the rapture, the other left for the wrath of God in the tribulation. And the false anti-rapture teaching says, no, 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 taken means taken in God's judgment. And those who are left are left by the grace of the Lord. They, they take it and twist it to the opposite of what it really means. Well, how can we know? The Bible interprets the Bible. That word taken, one will be taken to heaven in the rapture, is paralambano. That's the Greek word. 
It means brought to oneself as a close companion. And look where that same Greek word is also used in John chapter 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions or dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. You see, he emphatically says, listen to me, believe me. Right? If it were not so, I would have told you. I'd go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and pre prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am you may be also. That word receive, where the Lord receives us to himself in the rapture and takes us back to that place he's been preparing for us, is paralambano. It's the same word that's taken in Matthew 24. One will be taken and the other left. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, know the word of God because it'll help you be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Yes. And, and, and so we continue in Matthew 24. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Oh, I say to my dear friends, my post-tribulation rapture bully friends, I say to them, listen, you don't think the Lord could come for us right now? Oh, no. With our doctrine, he can't come till the end of the tribulation. Well, he says he's coming at an hour you don't expect. And he says, today, watch therefore and be ready. Today, today, perhaps today, our Savior will come for us. Oh, hallelujah. I'm watching every day. I'm doing all that I know to do by His grace and mercy and the wisdom He gives me to, to be ready every day, every day. What about you? Are you ready? Will you be taken by the grace of the Lord in the rapture? Or will you be left for the wrath of the Lamb, Jesus the Lord? in the tribulation. Listen, it's right at our doorstep, this tribulation, and billions are about to perish in the world. And the signs that you see right now, they're, they're signs. <laughs> what are signs for on the road? Bridge out, detour. What happens if you keep going? You crash and burn. Listen, this world is about to burn. The Lord reserved the earth for flooding and flooded the earth with his word. That same word has reserved the earth for burning with fire in the tribulation because both in Noah and Lot's day and also here, Noah's day and then Lot's day in Sodom and Gomorrah where the Lord blasted Sodom and Gomorrah off the map. In both of those instances, like today, the corruption and the evil is so bad that it's becoming increasingly irredeemable and there's nothing left but God's wrath that will deal with it. And that's quickly what we're approaching. What will you do? Will you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior if you haven't? Uh, I'm so thankful that the other day, someone contacted us and asked for one of these brochures I'm gonna offer you in a moment, how to begin my new life in Christ. What do you need to do? You need to first repent of your sins. Our Savior Jesus said, repent and believe in the gospel. Yes, begin to change your heart and mind about your sins and, and be very sorry for them and come before the Lord confessing your sins and believe that he died on the cross for your sins and he was buried and on the third day he rose from the grave. This King of glory, our sin coming Savior, Jesus the Lord. Receive him as your Savior, but as many as received, but as many as received him, 
to them he gave the right to become children of God, even those who believe in his name. Will you receive him as your Savior and Lord? Will you follow him? If anyone will be my disciple, he will deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Will you begin to deny yourself and take up your own cross and follow Jesus, Lord? What do you mean take up my own cross? Yes, you deny yourself and you live a life of following Jesus the Lord who died on the cross for our sins and rose from the grave. It's not easy to follow Jesus the Lord. It's not, but it's a lot better than anything else in this whole universe because he's good and he loves you and he came to forgive you and give you eternal life. But you have to repent and receive him as your savior and Lord. Oh, hallelujah. To do, do so today, cry out to him, Jesus, Lord, save me, forgive me. And if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Please contact us and get your brochure, How to Begin My New Life in Christ. We want to get that to you as quickly as possible. We want to participate with you in the grace the Lord is showing you and his goodness and forgiveness um, for you. So please contact us. And for everyone who's watching, you've heard the truth today. And, and, and the Lord loves us and he wants to prepare us for these times. These signs are here to prepare us that we might be ready when he comes for us in the clouds. Oh, Father in heaven and Messiah Jesus' name, bless all of our viewers today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Remember to watch, therefore, and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement the gospel truth about the rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. 
Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth to take back and restore